This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Barrett sworn in to high court. I will do my job without any fear or favor. Pennsylvania Blitz. Get out there and vote, or if you have an absentee, send it in. With a week to go. I just want to make sure we can earn every vote possible. Southern California wildfire. A wall of flame and smoke being whipped around. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. With a week to go till the election, a political victory for President Trump, getting Amy Coney Barrett on the U.S. Supreme Court. CBS's Weijia Jiang reports on a White House gathering not long after the Senate gave final approval. She will make an outstanding justice. President Trump wasted no time calling a crowd to the White House to witness the swearing-in of Judge Amy Coney Barrett. A judge declares independence not only from Congress and the president, but also from the private beliefs that might otherwise move her. The Republican-controlled Senate confirmed 48-year-old Barrett in one of the most partisan Supreme Court processes ever. No Democrats voted in her favor. Last night's ceremony was a chance for Mr. Trump to take a victory lap. I know you will make us all very very proud. President Trump and Joe Biden spent time in Pennsylvania yesterday, a key battleground state. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says with Election Day fast approaching, the candidates are fanning out. President Trump made three stops in Pennsylvania on Monday, a state he needs to win again. Down seven points to Joe Biden, the president made yet another explicit appeal to the state's suburban female voters. Women of the suburbs, you must love me, I can tell you. And the president slammed his opponent. This election is a choice between a Trump super recovery or a Biden super depression. But Biden struck back in a surprise visit to suburban Philadelphia. Donald Trump is the worst possible president, the worst possible person to try to lead us through this pandemic. In a 5-3 to three ruling, the Supreme Court refused to allow an extension for Wisconsin to count mail-in ballots after Election Day. The lower court had given an extra six days. Twitter flagged a tweet by President Trump about trouble and discrepancies with mail-in ballots, saying the content is disputed or misleading. The Postal Service says mail-in ballots should be returned by today. While the United States now averages more than 68,000 new coronavirus cases a day, an all-time high, CBS News national correspondent David Begnaud. The situation in Utah's hospitals is increasingly dire. Experts are warning that doctors may soon need to confront the unthinkable, rationing health care as beds fill up. Dr. Eddie Stenium is an infectious disease physician there. There's 
really no end in sight for us. Our case counts are continuing to rise. Our hospitalizations are continuing to rise. The possibility of having to ration care is also becoming a concern in parts of Idaho, where COVID hospitalizations have more than doubled since the beginning of October. At St. Luke's Magic Valley, Dr. Joshua Kern says roughly 30% of the hospital's 150 patients are infected with coronavirus. It's totally unprecedented. Even during bad influenza seasons, it's not like we see, you know, a third of the patients in the hospital with influenza is teetering on the brink. We're right there. We need to turn things around or we're going to be in big trouble. Now to Southern California, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has the latest on a pair of wind-whipped wildfires that have forced more than 90,000 people out of their homes. Firefighters kept a close watch on shifting embers throughout the night, hoping to protect nearby neighborhoods. The Silverado fire, which started Monday morning, shut down freeways and forced evacuations. I have some place to go, thankfully. I got a dog to worry about now. Gusts nearing 100 miles per hour meant there was no air support to fight the flames. The winds toppled big rigs as firefighters appeared to struggle to stay on their own feet. Colder weather and some snow has helped tame some of the wildfires in northern Colorado. Some evacuees could be allowed to return soon. Philadelphia police shot and killed a 27-year-old black man on a city street. Officers say he refused to drop a knife. He was brandishing it, uh, waving it erratically. This man says he saw it happen. I don't know what his demeanor was. Shoot him in his leg or not shoot him at all. After the shooting, there were protests and violence. Cars and dumpsters were set on fire. A man who had millionaires and actresses among his followers will be sentenced today in New York. Keith Ranieri, a self-improvement guru who had sexual partners groomed for him and branded with his initials, could face up to life in prison. Joe Biden campaigns today in Georgia, a reliably red state that's now apparently up for grabs. CBS's Mark Strassman in Atlanta has more on the political climate. We're going to fill out some forms here. Georgia's changing with one million more registered voters than in 2016. It's younger, more diverse than ever, no longer reliably red. I love Georgia. The president has campaigned here twice since last month. For Trump supporters here, the economy and immigration matter most. For Biden voters, it's about COVID and character. Racial justice is Jillian Solomon's core issue. She voted for Biden. We're to heal. That's why we have to come together. We spotted Chris Stevens on Georgia's first day of early voting. This registered Democrat, a Hillary Clinton supporter four years ago, waited more than three hours to vote in Savannah. But Biden lost his vote to Trump over one issue. If you win this election, you're going to pack that court. I think that's a radical thing. The Gulf Coast is bracing for another big storm. Zeta is now a tropical storm after hitting Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula. But CBS News meteorologist Jeff Baradelli says it'll get stronger. Again. Right now, the official forecast calls for landfall somewhere in the zone from again southeast Louisiana to Mobile, Alabama, probably as a low-end hurricane with winds around 75 miles an hour. Officials in Washington state say it turns out that nest of murder hornets that was dealt with over the weekend had 98 of the large Asian insects. Dental floss was used to attach radio trackers to some of them to uncover the nest. And officials say there have been questions, but no. None of the hornets found, either dead or alive, are for sale.
Kazakhstan, a real country, has made peace with a fictional farcical character, Borat. He's been making fun of his adopted country for years. Now Kazakhstan is returning the love. Sort of. The Kazakh government banned Sasha Baron Cohen's original 2006 film, threatened to sue, and even took out a four-page ad in the New York Times defending the country's honor. But a member of Kazakhstan's tourism board says they decided not to make a fuss over the new sequel and instead embrace Borat's slogan. It's nice. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Well, some of us may have turned to chocolate to cope during the pandemic, but Swiss chocolate makers say sales tumbled more than 20% over the summer. Most of that's due to a plunge in exports. 70% of Swiss chocolate is sent to other countries. The industry sees no recovery in sight. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.